welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. We are in the month of June. I love the month of June because this is Daddy's month. Yeah, I get a month? Well, it's Father's um, month because of Father's Day. Well, one out of 12 ain't bad. She gets 11 months. That's just you know, <laughs> how, special she, how special she thinks she is. Oh, so yeah. um, it's always her birthday. So. Oh, yeah, but, another month. Oh, no, I had to bring that up, yeah, didn't you did. I? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, last week we talked about um, leadership in the home. Yeah, leading got, in the home, fathers. Leading in the home, yeah. And I got a, I got a few compliments on that one uh, from a few people. So this week we're going to talk about uh, raising boys versus girls. Oh, so um, there is a difference there between is, well, that. Well, you know? there is a difference. I mean, we, we, we have one of each, a boy and a girl. Yeah, we two, actually, we have two boys, you know, Danny and Garrett, and then we have, we have Alyssa. Yeah, um, so we have kind of, I could say we have a little experience in raising a boys. Just a little bit. Versus girls. It's just basically our experiences. Our experiences, yeah. And, and then, we all experience things a little differently. Ex- but Exactly. But then there's some there's some general knowledge by professionals that we, Kathy and I, are always interested in, in learning about too. And, and they actually align with a lot of how we think. Yeah, and I love the fact that, just to put it out there, that you are always a student. Um, I remember a couple, well, several years back when we were at church and you were doing Bible study, or you were doing your Bible school, mm-hmm. and I was asked, well, why doesn't Kathy do this? And I'm like, I am not a student. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I appreciate the fact that you are always wanting to get more out of life. You want to, You want to know more. You want to study more. You study the Bible well. You take... Right now, you're in the process of uh, getting another certification mm-hmm. um, and just always growing. So I'm just telling you, I appreciate you oh, for that. Thank you. <laughs> thank, hey, you. thank you. I like, I like hearing, hearing that. that. <laughs> I know it's funny. I was talking to my friend Albert last night. There's even times when I say, okay, I'm done with this. I, it's, it's just sometimes it's like, this is so frustrating. And I just can't keep doing this. And if I try to lay it down for even a day or two, it doesn't work. No, because God's it just, got you right where he needs yeah, you right he, now. It's just, and I'm in a, like Kathy says, I'm always learning. And, you know, um, a lot of times I'm learning when I'm not even looking to learn. And yeah. That's one of the most, some of the most, uh, that's some of the most information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Most impactful so, time of your life. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to start this with, with, with a Bible verse. Um, and that Bible verse is Genesis 1 27. And this is really important. And, Kathy and I are both believers, and we stand firmly on our beliefs and what God has to say. And uh, we're not perfect by any means, no. um, by any means, but we found that the Bible has a lot of truth in it. And so Genesis 1, says, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Well, who's them? Male and female. Yeah, male he and female. created them. Male and female. Yeah. He created them. Yeah. So I, I will say that Kathy and I unapologetically believe that there is only two genders, male and female. Absolutely. And, yeah. and 
we have to treat them as such. <clears throat> so at birth, both of them are both a male and a female are bo born identically in the brain structure mm. at birth, right? The brain structure. They're, ju good. they're just they're just freshy out there, and there's really not a whole lot of difference. But then, at an, an autonomous. Does saying that word right? What? Anatomically, right. there is a difference. There is a difference. Physiologically, yes. there is a difference. There is a, there is a difference. Yeah. Okay, but the brain chemistry the brain itself. itself is still is still forming, right? Yeah. It's good. And then at about eight and a half weeks, the male brain is marinated in a bath of testosterone. I mean, mm -hmm. it just over it just floods the brain, and at that point, the brain changes and it will never be the same again. Interesting. Right? Yeah, I love that. And um, there's there's a nerve fiber um, that connects both the right side of the brain with the left side of the brain. That's the corpus callosum. I consider callosum. Yeah, something like that. These big <laughs> words I have a problem with. Okay, what happens during that that connects the right and the left side of the brain? That nerve fibers, those fibers are damaged by the flooding of the testosterone flow. Oh, testosterone. that makes perfect sense yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. I knew this was going to come. damage there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we think women are damaged. I think it's us men that are damaged more, right? Yeah. And, and at that time, what happens is that because of that damage, men only listen with the right side of their brain. Well, one, one, one side, side of their brain. I'm sorry, I'm not sure if it's the right or left. Um, I, I didn't clarify that, but it, we only listen with one side of our brain. So we're slower to process some stuff. Um, the example is um, oftentimes you'll say something to me or driving down the road. And I just kind of, hmm, you know, and then maybe 10 or 15 minutes later, I, I spit out a one or two word answer to that comment or that question. Right. Right. Because yeah. it, it's a process and it's just it's just it is what it is. Um but the difference is that girls will listen with both sides of the brain. Because we're not damaged. Well, that's a matter of <laughs> <laughs> I love this topic. This is great. Yeah, I, I think so, I like science. Maybe yeah, I should study this a little I'm, more. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, the science of the brain is absolutely astonishing. Yeah, that's good. Um, so for women between the age, between the, the, the ages of 6 and 30 months, okay, 6 and 30 months of age, a woman's brain is becomes saturated in an estrogen bath, mm. okay? And this doesn't damage the brain. In fact, what happens is then they, the women become more relational at this point in their lives. That makes sense. Right. Why women are tend to be more re relational right. than, right. than men. Right. I'll buy into okay. that. The estrogen that's in there, it yeah. just saturates, right? So that's some good science right there. So what yeah. is it like now? We're talking about raising boys versus girls. So tell uh, me what it's like to bring up- Take you compared to girls. Oh, I don't know. I think, well, you know what? I do think for me, I think boys are easier to, to raise. I'll be honest, but well, give us some information on why that might okay. be or well, when we're they looking each at, have their own challenges. They each have their own way. challenges. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um, I don't, I honestly don't think that one is more difficult than the other. I think we as human beings, as mom and dad, we make it more well, difficult. Well, that's probably true. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But boys are a great challenge, mm -hmm. right? And they're a whole different breed than girls. Right? Definitely. They're just, they're an aggressive machine. Yep. For the most part, boys are really aggressive. That's that and they're highly competitive. That's that testosterone. Now, yeah. women do become competitive. I'm oh, not yeah. going to take that. I want to take anything away from women. No. Okay. And it's just, you know, they are competitive. Is it by nature or is it by upbringing? I don't know. And I don't want to go there, but it's hard I just to say. Think, yeah, I think that we as women are competitive in in kind of a different way. We're competitive. 
but we're, I don't think we're driven, obviously we're not driven by testosterone. No, no. <laughs> so uh, in, in, in that aspect, I feel like it's well, a little different in our competitiveness. You're certain competitive, if another woman comes after your man, well, yeah, that's then the claws come about, out. I'm talking then about the sports. Out. Okay, I know. But... <laughs> I'm talking sports. So I'm not even thinking of that. Jeez, oh, Pete. So, so here, here's a little example, right? So father and father and son are sitting down at the dinner table, and the father tells the son, "Come on, son, you, you got to drink your milk." No, I'm not going to drink my milk, Dad. I don't like it. That's a boy's answer. Come on, son, please drink your milk. It's you need to drink your milk before you leave the table. I ain't doing it, Dad. I refuse to. And this goes back and forth for three or four times. So dad says, ha, ha, I got a plan. Dad goes over the cupboard, grabs another big glass, sets it down next to the son's glass, fills it up with milk. They're both equal. The son goes, dad, what are you doing? He goes, we're going to have a competition. We're going to see who can drink the milk the fastest. Oh, that's, that's On easy three, fix. Let's go. One, two, three. They guzzle the milk. Dad wins. Yeah. Dad wins, right? But he, he got him to drink the milk. But son says, Dad, let's go double or nothing. Oh, well, there's your competition. There's it's already competition. started. So instead of just the one glass of milk, he's drinking multiple glasses of milk. Right. right? So actually, that's a dad win, even when the son wins. Oh, I, absolutely. <laughs> it is. Like there's that. no Yeah, I think it's always a win-win with the son, father, son, father, daughter, when whoever the, the wins, wins. It's a win-win for yeah. everybody, right? It's a family win, then. Right. Um, and when it, when it comes to pain and boys... We just consider it bad luck. Mm. You know, I just, well, you know, I guess I fell out of the tree. I, I guess I better watch it, you know, next time. Or um, I shouldn't have ran in the back of that car while I'm riding my bike. Or, oh, that happened, yeah. No, 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 no. We won't go there, guys. That did so happen. boys will consider it just bad luck, okay? Yeah. We consider scars. They're cool, man. There's something to be proud of, especially around girls at that young age. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, look at this guy. Look at this. I, oh. can, I can think of a time, I'll just share this very briefly, that... Our son Garrett was playing baseball, and um, I think it was my well, it was my dad that when he got his cleat sharpener <laughs> because you know he wanted to sharpen his cleats because you know those scars are cool. So <laughs> there's a perfect example of thinking that scars are cool, and then of course you've got your grandpa influencing cool scars. But of course the scars didn't come on him because no. the first time he slid in home plate. His cleats got up underneath the catcher's yep. shin guards and tore his shin wide open. And that's why Grandpa got him I'm my a sharpener <laughs> yeah. for those cleats. I'm telling you. So, Grandpas, be careful out there. Yeah, okay? So, why are, why are boys like this? Um, back in the 60s and 70s, um, they were raised by with a patriarchal bias fathers basically back in those days they raised their child children to be like that you got to remember 60s and 70s even the 50s was a rough and tough type of game a lot of wars were going on right and so fathers were bringing up their sons to be macho be hard be tough be competitive and, and all that stuff so um that's basically why they're like that mm. or why they were like that at least up until the i'm just going to say it up till the 80s probably maybe the 90s when all of a sudden oh, that gosh. kind of stuff went away yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we a, lot of, got, a lot of changes. There's a lot, a, there's of, changes. A lot of changes. That, not for the best either. No, I'm not all of them. And there definitely is a whole nother topic right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Which we won't go into today. But so that's why a lot of this was happening back when I was a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, 
I can't tell you how many cuts, bruises, scrapes. I remember we were playing army on the side of my house, and we had a little foxhole dugout. Playing army, Who playing plays? army. Yeah, they do that anymore. anymore. <laughs> I remember I ran and jumped into this foxhole, and there's a piece of glass sticking out the side of the of, of the foxhole in the dirt, and it just put a big nasty gash in my knee. Right? It's like, nah, you know, I just it cleaned let it out, it and let it bleed, only take care of itself, and it was a cool thing to do. Right? So, um, well, yeah, I mean. Boys are boys. That's mm -hmm. all there is to it. So he, he, here's something that's really important. And, and I'm going to say, I will say this, that I really feel this is a big problem in today's world. And I feel this is why the world's gone the way it has in a lot of, I, I'm trying to be politically correct with this, but mm -hmm. I, my belief is this, right? If boys aren't raised by men, they're not going to act like men. Right. Okay. Very difficult to know. Right. So... <clears throat> The the, 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 the the medical truth is that when boys are born, they are strongly attached to their mother, mm -hmm. strongly attached to their yeah, mother. That's just net nature yeah, at that, that point. Yeah, that's nature at that point yeah. in time, right? But it's very important that between the ages of six months and five years of age, that the boys, they need and must pull away from their mothers. They must do this, right? It must happen. At this point, the child, the boy must attach to a male figure, a father figure, to teach them how to be a boy or a man. And you're not just talking that machimo. No. You're talking all of the I'm talking areas of manhood, of manhood that is required. Right. I mean, and it's not actually, it's not the macho stuff. Don't cry. Don't show your more. It's none of that stuff. I mean, to teach them how to be a man. Right, mm -hmm. um, they're not they're not born knowing how to be a man. Just like no. a girl's not born how to you know be a girl, right? right. I mean, e either way. Um, but boys with absolute certainty must must learn from their fathers how to number one respect women and relate to girls. Mm. A father is a teacher. He is the most important teacher in a child's life, female or male. Right, right. and he's the one that's going to teach his son. How to respect girls and women. You know, I have a little story on this. I, I just thought of this. Okay. Um, Pastor Joseph, who used to attend our church, yeah. they're back in Louisiana, right. him and his wife, Rochelle. I hope they don't mind me sharing this. I, I follow them on Instagram and they have their little guy mm -hmm. who is two, he'll be three, I think later this year. And it's such a beautiful thing. Of course, this is this little Southern boy that they're raising that he tells his mom she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, I know exactly where he learned that from. He learned that from Joseph. From Joseph. And so that when we talk about between the ages of six months and five years, some people might think, gosh, that's awful young. Well, no, John mm -hmm. Wesley is not even three years old. And he tells his mom right. he loves her. He tells her she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't think that your boys are watching at right. that young age, Please, please reconsider that. Absolutely. They are watching everything you do and they are learning. They're like sponges at that age. They say that children are sponges up until the age of five. So everything that they learn is going to be learned behavior from their parents. And Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You know, respecting women and relating to girls. God, what a beautiful thing that they have done with him. And um, that's just that, just that alone reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah, I love I mean, that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, with Kathy and I, when we, the, the women, and marriages that we counsel all the time. I mean, you know, the, the the women are only accepting what they were taught to accept as a child growing up, what they were taught. Right. I mean, 
And so it's like, well, this is all I deserve. And so I'm going to stay in this marriage because so on and so forth. Right. But that's a whole other thing. So also, uh, boys, um, we, we need to learn from our fathers how to provide for our family. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, people say provide for our family. First thing they think about is finances. Yes, that's true. That's part and of it. That's part of it. But what's even more important than that is we, we are to provide emotional, spiritual, and, and uh, emotional and spiritual support for our family, for right. our children, for our wife. And again, uh, at that very young age, they see that emotional and that spiritual um, provision that is given right. if it's displayed in their home. Yeah, it's so displayed. it's so, in, so right. important to have right. that displayed. Right. Um, how to protect their family. Yeah. You know, how, how, how do you protect your family? Um, I, I can, I, there's one example that comes in my head. I can remember we were archer deer hunting up in June Lake at Conway Summit. And early in the morning, Garrett, my son, he was in the truck and we found a nice bunch of, of bucks on the side of a hill. So I dropped Garrett off and I drove off so he could, he could spot and stalk these deer. And about a half hour later, I, I drove back up and he's standing in the middle of the road. And I go, well, what happened? Well, some other guys came up. These guys were famous for driving around the back of their truck, you know, hunting out of the back of their truck. And he got out and he saw the deer on the hill. He saw my son. He said, well, are you going to shoot the deer? And Garrett goes, yeah, when they come in range. And this guy started flinging arrows over Garrett's head. Mm -hmm. And on the way down the mountain, now, again, I wasn't with God. I was still out in the world doing my thing. On the way down the mountain, I ran across those guys. And I let them know under un no uncertain circumstances that what they did was wrong and that they need to get in their trucks and get off the mountain because the Warrens know who you are. And I'll make sure I make a phone call to get you guys arrested. You flung arrows over my, my son's head. I protected my son. Was it the best way? Would I say the best thing? Probably not. Mm, yeah. But I was there for, for, for my son, just as I am for my entire family. And I think that just, it's maybe not, it wasn't the best things or, or what have you, um, but the fact that you showed him right what it's like to protect his family. Is, and again, we're, we're, we're raising boys. Right. We're raising boys to be men and we have to be able to know how to raise those right. boys to become men. Yeah, and yeah, the, so you know, to be protectors. Yeah. Protect their wife, protect their children, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. I guess, you know, I never had nobody stand up for me. So I guess in that situation, um, you did the best way. You I did the best to. way I knew how to do it. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so we need to learn how to. They need to learn how to protect the family, leadership for the family. They need mm -hmm. to learn how to lead in their family. Um, you know, you said we don't want to be goofy all the time, but we want to have a good time, mm -hmm. right? It's like yeah. let's have a good time. Let's have we got to be serious, but more important, let's have a good time. You know, we, we have to lead in a way that we're going to teach them how to show their feelings and emotions properly. In a healthy right? way, yeah. In a healthy way. It's okay that boys have feelings and emotions. I remember Garrett was 10 or 12. Mm. Remember this? And he yeah. came up to me. And I don't remember the situation. I just remember him looking at me. He goes, Dad, you hurt my feelings. And he, right. went, he went into his room. And I just like I scratched my head. And I go, well, I don't know what I did, but that's his feelings and that's how he feels and that's okay yeah right yeah. i mean we have to be allowed to we have to show our children it's okay to have and emotions i think you, you just brought up another thought of that he had um he was in college at this point and him and his girlfriend who is now his right. wife right. uh were having some problems and i remember him coming to me and we were on the phone talking and he was in tears mm -hmm. and i thought I, I i mean i didn't know how to handle it the very well at that time but I just loved him, reassured mm -hmm. him. And I think, you know, the fact that he felt safe and, and uh, comfortable 
to be able to share those emotions right. with me was really impactful for me That's, as a mom. Yeah. And so I, I do think that, you know, allowing them to show their feelings and I didn't tell him there's other fish in the sea. I didn't no, go through all, any of that. Yeah. I just let him talk uh, right. and let him feel. Yeah. And I think he is the dad he is today with his kids as a result of that. Absolutely. So again, we're teaching, we're still teaching. <laughs> and, and, and I remember, I remember those times and he even called me up one day and just, dad, what do I do? I mean, he was sobbing to me. That's just not, I, all I can do is love you right now. I, 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 I don't know. I didn't have words. I just let them talk. Sometimes they just need to talk. Right. right? They figured out on they, their own. Right. Exactly. And they're happily married and have been for many years. Now. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> things work um, themselves out. So the last thing that, that boys need to learn from their fathers is uh, spiritual guidance. Teach by not talk. Teach, teach by not only talking about it, but also by walking a path of morality Dignity, respect, and integrity. Yeah, Again, so we are their teachers. Okay. So we talked about boys and uh, some really good information there, but share a little bit about bringing up girls. Um, we know we're smarter because we think from both sides of our brain. So what else could you tell us? You didn't just say that. I did. You, that was the first little bit of science. I How long are you going to hold that over my head now? I'm not. I just thought it was a great science oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure question. That, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure that's going to go around a lot of conversations <laughs> yeah, at this point. On. So, so tell um, us about girls. Okay, so girls. So let's, we talked about the boys in the pain, right? Yeah. Because we just think it's cool and we made it. You know, hey, so whatever it is, we, you know, we just bad luck. I mean, that car wasn't there two minutes ago, but it parts with, you know, so whatever. Um, but for girls regarding pain, They'll do everything to avoid it. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't like, matter of fact, a lot of them, including Kathy and a lot of women do not like confrontation because that creates an emotional pain. Yeah. That's but, really good. Right. But the physical pain, right. I don't know about this one, but I'm going to read it. Cause that's what I, I found is they learn from their mistakes. Oh, I think that's true. We don't for as men. Well, I think you maybe do, but it just takes a couple. You said you, you'll do it two or three times before you learn from it. I think girls have a tendency to learn especially, quickly from their especially, especially if a woman or a mom or somebody's telling us we can't do it. Oh, oh that's yeah. a challenge. Then we're going to do it. We're going to keep on doing it. We're going to show you. doesn't matter how beat up we get. We're going to show you we can do it. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, um, so we won't we won't make that same mistake twice. As we no, they, so they generally won't repeat, you know, whatever caused them pain, mm -hmm. right? So I mean, they're uh, okay. I'll say it. They are a little smarter than us when it comes to that. Oh, thank you, honey. I oh, like you're welcome. That. Okay, yeah, I bet you do. Don't <laughs> so you? tell us. There's some comparison. I'll deny all this if you tell anybody. Oh, wait a minute. It's on. It's there, out there. It's, it's out too there. late. So there's some comparison on boys versus girls that are yeah. very interesting. So why don't you? Um, and actually, kudos to the girls on this. Yeah, I mean, I think... really. So, boys are six times more six times more likely to have learning problems. Interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. they're five times more likely to have issues with drugs or addiction. That's boys, right? Boys. That's boys. Sure. Boys. Mm -hmm. This is all boys. Everything I'm talking about is boys. Mm -hmm. Boys are twelve times more likely to commit murder. Wow, that's pretty big. Pretty that's big. A lot, yeah. And seventy percent of juvenile court cases. That's that's alarming is, is with boys. Seventy yeah. percent, right? Yeah. So I suppose you could say girls are smarter than boys in many aspects. Woohoo. Did you can you repeat that, sir? I suppose you could say that girls are a bit smarter in a lot of cases. 
Can you say it again louder for the for the girls and the boys in the back, please? How many times do you want me to say this? Okay, I'll say it. So I suppose you could say that girls boys. are smarter than boys in many aspects. Okay, we got that out there. Okay, guys, sorry. Thanks, girls. We <laughs> well, here's the other one, right? This is like embarrassing. Tell me this. 59% of graduate students are girls or women. Let's go, ladies. Let's go. Woohoo! I guess they're just more driven. I I don't know. Because we no think with both sides of our. <laughs> but see, so okay, so here's a little bit of a saddened statistic, and it does break my heart. Um, mm. that according to studies, women are much more likely to self harm, cut, um, whatever that you know. A lot of it, a lot of it's just cutting, right? Yeah. And 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 it, to the point where seventy three percent in the study, seventy three percent that were self harming were women, and only twenty seven percent were were men. Huh. That's a pretty, pretty big difference right there. What causes that? A lot of it's neglect, mm. you know, family neglect, yeah. abuse, yeah. right? Um, I've talked to some cutters and they they would rather feel the physical pain. They can deal with that better they, they, than they can feel, deal with the emotional, emotional. pain yeah. inside. And plus, it, it's just a, it's a visual sign that they're hurting, right. right? Okay. And then the big one is low self-esteem. And self-worth issues. Right. They actually have three times more than boys. Oh, right? that's crazy. And fathers, this is very important. I want you to understand this. You are responsible for building building your daughter's self-worth and self-esteem. Mm. You and you alone are responsible yeah. for that. Moms are there to nourish our the children and to love them. That's their job. Right. Our job as fathers, both male and female, or men and boys, boys and girls, are to teach them. And give them their self-esteem and self-worth. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's really important. And that can be done just through by, you know, verbal, you know, showing the emotional connection to them, which I know we're going to get into in a right. little bit. But, um, you know, it, it. I'll just say it as a wife. I appreciate your words of affirmation that I get daily. And I think, uh, you know, I don't feel like I had too many. I didn't have my self-worth was pretty good. I mean, there were moments in my life that I think it probably was lower than it is today, but I do think that that those words of affirmation definitely fill yeah. that, that self-esteem bucket exactly. up very quickly. So daddies, if you're listening, make sure that you're giving your daughters those daily words of affirmation. They need them. They might be uncomfortable hearing them if they haven't come from you right. before, right. but just reassured just continue. Don't stop. Well, and I think, Kathy, this is something that I do with the women that we mentor and, co and coach, right? From a, they look at Kathy and I as spiritual mother and father, and they never, they've never got any kind of affirmations from mom or dad at home. A lot of them have not. Yeah, have not. Not all, but a lot of them haven't. So it's like we, as mentors and coaches and counselors, we'll give that to them. We have um, to encourage them. Right. We have to pick them exactly. up. Exactly. Um, not only for their own benefit, but now they're raising children as well. Right. So exactly. they don't want to repeat some of the same exactly. things in, in right. their childhood. So they're learning new techniques and new right. tools to work with mm -hmm. as well. So um, what can men, husbands, and fathers do to connect girls, wives, and daughters? Connect with the girls, wives, I don't and know. daughters. I give up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do know. I do know. So Tell me what they Tell do. Tell me what they do. Okay. It's called the three T's. Three T's. This is the three T's. The T's. Number one is talk. Oh, I don't think any girls have any problem with talking. 
<laughs> might have a problem listening but not talking. Yeah. But do they have a problem with dads talking with them? Mm, this is interesting. Okay. okay. Do they have a problem with dads? Women, girls connect through communication. Mm. Right. It's connect through communication. Women, well, I'm back up. We have approximately 60,000 thoughts a day as a human being. Wow, that's a lot. No, Women, wonder, no wonder we go to bed tired. <laughs> Women speak approximately 20,000 words a day. No comment. <laughs> so communication, I know I'm capable of that. Well, I think communication is a big part of it, and healthy communication. Yeah. You know, it's like you, people talk about, well, we discipline, are we supposed to just be real nice and cuddly? No, there's ways to discipline, and we'll go into that on another on another. Other another podcast okay but we need to learn how to talk to our daughters properly right with respect and love okay number two um touch women girls and daughters um touch i'm sorry touch um women girls no sorry women women girls daughters want to be be touched in a non-sexual way, in a non-sexual way, right? In fact, they need the touch of a loving, reassuring husband or father, all right? Mm -hmm. They need to be hugged. They need to be, you know, their their daughter sit down with you. Can even rub rub their hair. Non-sexual. I love seeing the dads brush the girls' hair. Oh yeah, There's a couple people I know yeah. that I follow, and that is like their daily, their evening, right? Their, their evening ritual, right? Is the dad always is brushing their hair. Yeah, I think I think that we see we see that a lot with the people we mentor. All of a sudden, the fathers are very, very, mm -hmm. very active, right? Yeah. Um. In fact, okay, during puberty, right? This was this, and, and I was guilty of this. But mm -hmm. during puberty, dads tend to want to pull back from hugs, out of the fear of inappropriate touch. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I think a lot of men can relate to that. In today's society, definitely. You've got to be very careful in today's society. But as a loving father, right, nonverbal touch, I mean, non-sexual non touch is very important. Mm -hmm. So do not do this. Do not pull away from your daughter during puberty. Um, they might start having their periods, right? But what happens if we do this, right? In one way, it can cause feelings of abandonment. How come daddy's not hugging me anymore? How come daddy's not letting me sit on his lap anymore? How come daddy's not brushing my hair anymore? What, what did I do wrong, right? Am I dirty because I, all of a sudden I, I, I'm having my periods? Mm -hmm. You know, as, as the low self-esteem. It creates low self-esteem in them, right? So we got to be very careful that we don't abandon our daughters in this way because a lot of times what happens, not only that way, but overall, oftentimes girls may feel like dad didn't even know they were there at, mm -hmm. after puberty. It's kind of like they right. disappeared. Yeah, exactly. Sense. Your daddy's a little girl. I love you, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. then puberty comes along and what happened to daddy's little girl? Right. 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 And, I, you know, I, I was guilty of that. Yeah. So, and then point three is we got to give them our time. Mm -hmm. All right. They need time with dad. All right. They need mother time. They need mother daughter time. That's really important um, for daughters. They need to be with their mother. Right. They need to learn how to be one. They need to. To learn how to get all dolled, dolled up, right? They need to learn how to be respectful to their own body, how to take care of their own body. Yeah. Right. This is this is really, really important. But as a father, right, the father needs to show the same time to their daughters as, as they would to their boys. They can be together, but it should be separate. Mm -hmm. But you can do the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I look at I look at I uh oh, 
Oh, I see an old coming. I think that I think you're thinking the same thing I am right now. Uh, the time that Jared has spent with Emerson recently. Well, yeah, the, yeah, and I was also yeah, yeah, the time that Jared does spend with Emerson, our right, son-in-law and our is, granddaughter right. right now. They're so into the local hockey team and this a is minor a, league, and this is something that's just started. Right. And they have gone to a game or two. I don't know, but it, just the two of them. And, and Jared been, is a stepfather. And yeah, that's the stepdad. He's, but he's, he's such also, a loving father. Yeah, right? he's he's showing her that how important that quality time Absolutely. is. Absolutely. With something that she enjoys. It's right. not just something he wants to do. He enjoys it too. Right. But he chooses to take her because it's something she loves. So right. it's not just spending time with them. It's spending time doing something doing that things. they both enjoy exactly. together. Yeah. And then, you know, we look at Garrett too, yeah. right? Yeah. And Garrett and Hope and, 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 and Bowen. I mean, Hope, he, she's she's gone out hunting with us yeah. before. I mean, she's, she's not, she can't hunt yet, but. Face makeup oh, and yeah, everything. Yeah. She's, so, got her, she's got her camo gear Yeah, going. so it's just spending time with the kids, not forcing them to do stuff they don't want to do, right? right? I mean, if they don't want to, if, if, if Emerson didn't want to go to the hockey game, Jared's not going to make her go no. to the hockey game. No, no. If the kids didn't want to go out camping with, with with us or, 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 you know, mom, dad, grandpa, we're not going to force them to do things they don't want to do. Right. There's a time when we got to talk them into stuff as right. parents, but so, yeah. um, so time is, really, yeah, really as a parent, is. yeah, time is really important that we spend with our kids. Too many fathers, I'm going to say, spend way too much time at work with their buddies at the bowling alley on the softball fields, whatever. They don't spend enough time at home. So remember fathers, this is for you fathers. You're the ones that are responsible for instilling both your sons and daughters self-worth, self-esteem, integrity, respect, and showing them as a boy how they are to treat girls, women, and showing your daughters how they are to be treated as a woman, wife, and mother by the way you treat your wife and their mother. Mm, I love okay? that. Yeah. We have to remember that. And then I'm closing this part. What I want to do is read a letter. And, and the, the names, it, I'm not sure if they're changed or not, but this is a letter that I, I found um, on a program, and it's okay to use. It says, hi, I'm Kathy from Georgia with a letter for my daddy. I don't know where things went wrong, where the pain prescriptions and alcohol all began. I was just a kid. You tried to never let me down, daddy, but many times you did. Daddy, in 1978, Always and still, I was thinking of you as Father's Day approached. I searched in vain for just the right card for my, for my darling daddy, and I mailed it late. But daddy, all day long, your phone was busy. You died alone on the floor beside your, your, un, beside your upturned phone on Father's Day. When I got to Portland, my card was still in your mailbox. You never knew, daddy that I was too late. God help me to always remember that late is better than never. But in this case, it was not good enough. Daddy, you died without experiencing my rare, my care and love on Father's Day. Mm, wow. Okay, so daddy, we can't forget about our daughters. Mm -hmm. We mean a lot to them or our sons, right? We are the world to them. Yeah. And it's funny that even um, kids that come from abusive homes, Usually, and then we 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 heard this at father's father's house. You're the light of their, their life, mm -hmm. whether you're abusive or not. But we don't want to be abusive, right? Okay, 
no matter what they've experienced right. in life, no matter what traumas they may have had, this might go for stepchildren. This could be for children that you may have fostered. They still desire the love of a father. Uh, and they're always chasing after that uh, love absolutely. of a father. And we've my, got to remember that. So my dad's been gone, gone since 1969. Mm -hmm. And I'm still craving his love. And, and I was never able to you know, sit down with him as a teenager or a young man or even an adult and mm -hmm. share the times of, you know, let him meet Kathy and my yeah. grandkids and stuff. So, you know, it, if I've had male mentors, but nobody will ever take the place of my father, even though he's only here for a short time. Yeah, that's good. So, so if you want to know more on these two things, uh, Dr. James Dobson has a couple of videos out, bring up boys and bring up girls. And I suggest you Google Dr. James Dobson. And you can watch these two videos that he, he he's puts got a lot of literature and books out as well that are yeah, super super helpful when it comes to parenting and marriages and everything else yeah these certificates i'm getting or he's leading most yeah, of them so great um, well this was a good good topic yeah. and informational and now that i know that women think from both sides of the brain i oh, think we'll have to Wilbur. utilize that thought a little more oh Wilbur. so thank you again for bringing this good topic together. Um, so in closing, I just want to remind you that um, the Healing Courageously podcast is uh, sent out every Monday on Spotify. We want to encourage you to share our podcast, Healing Courageously, with your family, with your friends, your coworkers. Make sure that uh, as you share the information, ask them to like it. We're building that platform and we can't do that alone. We need your help. So please ask them to like that as well um like and follow on spotify i think it's only got a follow option yeah, so you gotta, gotta follow, follow on spotify uh you'll also find us on instagram as well where we post weekly encouraging quotes uh, based upon each week's topic mm -hmm. that we're sharing and we're also excited that we have launched our website for the um, rebranding of our uh, coaching counseling business which is now called heal and restore counseling you can locate us on our website at healandrestorecounseling.com. There is a contact button there if you're interested in getting a free 45-minute coaching mm -hmm. consultation. Um, you can go there, click on the information to connect. There is a calendar there that you can pick some dates that work for you, and we will be in touch with you to schedule that time, or to confirm that time, I should say with this calendar. And then the final thing I have is our um, nonprofit, the Courageous Healers Foundation. And we are a nonprofit foundation where we are here to help men, boys, and families work through and heal through the scars of abuse, trauma, um, anything along those lines. And we rely solely on your donations. Your donations are tax deductible. Uh, you can make a one-time donation or you can set up for a monthly donation. You can go to healingcourageously.org um, and make your donation directly on our website. And any donation you get is tax deductible. Mm -hmm. And that uh, that donation helps those that are unable to pay for or have little to no income, but so desire to heal from the areas of their life that are holding them back from maybe holding down a job or maybe, you know, just being able to, to make healthy choices in their life. So we appreciate all donations um, that have come in and that continue to come in. So we appreciate that. And I think that's all I have. I think that's it. So next week we'll, we'll be talking about 
fatherless boys, Ooh, fatherless sons. Fatherless sons, that's and a tough one. <laughs> it's tough. And, you know, every, every son has a father. Every child has a father. So fatherless or absentee fathers is what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, that's good. So, so. it's going to be a good one. Yep. So hope you join us next week. And if uh, you got anything else to say, no, Miss, I, I'm smarter than no, you I now. I've got all I mean, my smartness out today. So oh, yeah, good. I bet you do, right? You've been, you're hearing from both sides of the brain. It's uh, working. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> all right. Remember, nobody tells you they love you today. Randy does. More importantly. Well, God does, more importantly, but Kathy does as I well. I kind of missed that one. I yeah, did you? <laughs> Have a great week, guys. Be blessed. All right. Bye-bye. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>